Hey everybody, and welcome to the 12th episode or edition of the Kyle Lang Real Estate Show. My podcast, I want to appreciate everyone that checked in last week. Um, pretty huge layoff between the previous one and last week's episode, so this week I'm getting a little bit quicker, about five days since uh, I've done one of these. Um, been a pretty busy five days since then. Uh, last weekend I put up the really nice newer construction townhouse in Ann Arbor, had a few showings on it. It's crazy how different the real estate market is right now um, in different price points. So I would say if you're below like the 350 mark and you're in, I would say, decent to excellent condition, your house is going to sell probably above asking price, probably in a matter of a couple days. Um, But then once you get above that 350 price point, those buyers are a little more... um, little more picky a little more patient with what they're looking for so uh a little bit of a a harder time getting rid of those ones so i uh had had some decent traffic on that one but you know got a couple showings for later this week hopefully we'll uh get something going with that one there um catch you guys up on what's been going down the past week or so um congratulations to my client janet i'm pretty proud of this one so I'm sure if you guys follow my social media pages, that's where most of you guys get access to this as well. Um, I'm sure you see on there, you know, whenever I have a closing, I'll always congratulate my buyer or my seller. Excuse me. Ooh, big yawn there. Um, And yesterday we had a closing and a pretty cool story. So I was... um, you know, just we were at home one weekend and uh, a friend texted me and said, hey, what, like, what, how far do you go for, you know, for work? And I'm like, you guys know me, I, I'll go anywhere, you know, in southeastern Michigan, um, wherever, wherever you need me is usually my response there. So she had reached out and she said, hey, my sister-in-law has moved to Texas already. Um, she's got a house here in Carlton that was on the market um, with another agent and it didn't sell and she, she wants to get it sold. She's thinking about doing it for sale by owner. But I told her like she should talk to you, and she explained her a little bit about about me and how um, how I operate and um, the level of success that I've been fortunate enough to have um, in my career here. So, I said yeah, absolutely, I'd be happy to. So obviously, her sister in law was already in Texas, so I go to the house um, in uh, in Michigan. Here is down in Carlton, um, which I had never done a deal down in Carlton before, but it's a really nice community. Um, a lot of a lot of traffic on that one. A lot of people called. A lot of people reached out. This house was not perfect by any means. Definitely needs a little bit of work. Um, but it was really close to town. Um, and just the, the lot. It was on an acre lot. Really nice home. So I go through and walk through the house. And again, told you, it's not, not perfect, but still a nice home. Um, and they had had it listed at 145 most recently. Um, it was on the market for six months with this other agent. And... I looked through, and that's like that's what us as agents do. I always joke, the one thing that real estate agents like to do more than selling real estate is messing up other people's deals and transactions for other folks. So um, I go through and I kind of start poking holes in what the previous agent had done. And I don't think they did a very good job in marketing the home and what they did with the MLS. So that's what I told her. I said, you know, your price is 145. Your price at 145. You know, I think your uh, comp support one fifty here, and the lady's like, "Well, I don't want to overprice it. I want to sit. I want to sell it." And I said, "I was like, no, I'm I'm very confident that we'll price this thing at one fifty, and it'll it'll sell really quickly." So um, she said, "Great, that sounds awesome." I told her how you know I have a professional photographer that comes over and takes all my listing photos. 
Um, so she was fired up about that as well. Just give the house a completely new a new look and put it on the market as a brand new listing. So get the house on the market. Um, I don't even know if I got the sign in the yard before I started getting all these different showing requests and people coming through. And we had um, ended up having multiple offers on it. The offer that we ended up going with actually ended up being um, we listed at one forty nine nine seven grand higher. So we were at one fifty six nine was the offer we accepted. Um, and mind you, remember she wanted to accept or she wanted to list it at one forty five. So we were able to uh, accept an offer at just under one hundred fifty seven thousand um, dollars. And the transaction went relatively smooth. Inspection wasn't the greatest. Had to do some negotiating after the inspection, but still were able to get her more money than she had imagined that she'd be getting from the sale of this house um, in a much quicker fashion, too. So I said this in my Facebook post yesterday, guys, but like it truly does matter. Um, you know, the people you have working for you, you want to make sure that you're working with a professional. Um, I hate to see it when, you know, they're using somebody who's new and doesn't necessarily know what they're doing or someone that does this part time and isn't full, doesn't have their finger on the pulse of the real estate market at all times. So please, you know, be patient with who you're picking, um, and, and understand that you want, you know, the best person possible to, to work for you. Also too, don't be hesitant to, um, to get rid of your agent that you're working with as well. If you don't feel that they're doing a good enough job, I just had somebody reach out to me yesterday. Um, a buddy of mine I used to play hockey with, and he said, hey, do you service um, Oakland and Macomb County? And I was actually just out in Macomb on uh, on Monday meeting with some uh, buyers at a new construction place, and Oakland County is just a stone throw away from my office in Northville, so I do a considerable amount of work in Oakland County as well. I said, absolutely. And he said, well, my girlfriend's using um, using an agent there now, but you know he's not he's not doing a good job. Um, this is actually the, the second or third agent that she's worked with, um, and, uh, you know, it's just not a, uh, hasn't been a pleasant experience for her. And so I, you know, at first off, I wanted to see like what was going on that she wasn't enjoying. First off, to make sure that if she does decide to work with me, um, you know, that I, uh, that I don't do those things cause I don't want to upset her either. Um, and she's, he said, you know, he, he hasn't really found the many houses. Now I'll be honest guys, I'm not sitting there on the computer all day long, just scrolling through houses, looking for places for my clients, especially because the amount of volume I do, I'd never be up off the computer if I did that. But I, you know, I told him how I have direct access to the MLS. I'll set you up on a direct feed and it's going to, I'll set up a criteria search for you. So how that works is you tell me, you know, price point you want to be in cities. You want to be in features. You want the house to have, excuse me, all those things. And then I can set up a search for you. And it'll, first off, it'll send you everything that matches your criteria instantaneously. And then I can also set up ASAP alerts. So what that means is as soon as a new house hits the market that matches that criteria for you, that'll get sent to you automatically as well. So, um, you know, that's just one of the, the things that I do to provide a service to my client, to my buyer client that's choosing to work with me. So, you know, hey, anything new that hits the market, you're going to see it immediately. And that way we can schedule a time to go out and look at it immediately as well. And then he said, you know, the guy doesn't, he's not very well versed in, in the areas. You know, I definitely know some cities better than others, but I can definitely tell you what areas you want to stay away from. Um, once you tell me, you know, what, what you're looking for, you know, you want to make sure you're in a safe neighborhood, things of that nature. So, um, you know, please, uh, 
you know, don't hesitate to reach out to me. And it's, I just find it absolutely crazy the amount of agents, amount of buyers that will work with an agent who is not getting the job done for them and they'll stick with them because they feel like they're obligated to for whatever reason because, oh, well, they've spent so much time working with me. It's like, if they suck, they suck. It doesn't matter. You know, like you're going to continue to miss out on places, you know, if, if this is going on. So, don't feel obligated. Also, the other thing, buyer agency contracts. This is one of my favorites. I do not use buyer agency contracts. I will never make a buyer of mine sign a buyer agency contract because they're not worth the paper that they're written on. So many times you'll hear about buyers that, well, I signed a, a contract with them. Like, I'm obligated to work with them. You're not. Like, that would never stand up in, in court. You're free to work with whomever you want, whenever you want. The logic I always use is if you go into one Chevy dealership, and they, you're looking at a Chevy Malibu, and they quote you this price. Then you go to another Chevy dealership, and they, and you find another Chevy Malibu there that you like more for the same or more or less monthly. It doesn't even matter the payment. Well, you're not obligated to buy from that first salesperson. Maybe they rubbed you the wrong way. Maybe you didn't like the way they operated. Maybe you went to another dealership and you felt more comfortable. It's the same thing. Buyer agency contracts, they're they're literally created by real estate agents to make you think you have to continue to work with them. I see these groups all the time talk about, I won't work with somebody if they won't sign one. You know, if you're a consumer, why would you work with somebody that says, hey, I need you to sign this when you know nothing about me um, and you don't know the type of service I'm going to provide for you? Why would you sign that? That doesn't make any sense to me. So don't think because you sign one of those things that you have to work with that agent. You can definitely get out of that. So please never feel like you're locked in to a specific agent. Um my kind of story that I wanted to talk about this week or kind of the topic I wanted to talk about this week was pre-approval letters, why they're important, um, and kind of the, the, the rules or the, how, how they work. So more times than not, I will have someone that reach out to me and say, Hey, we want to buy a house. Um, you know, we're either they're selling their current house or they just want to want to buy their first place. So I always point them to, all right, who's the loan officer that you're working with? Or have you been pre-approved? A lot of times they say no. Then I'll ask, did you have somebody you want to work with or would you rather me re- refer somebody to you? And usually someone will tell me, we'll just work with whoever you you know you typically work with, which um, I appreciate because that means that they, you know, not only do they trust me to help them find a house, they trust me to put them in the best hands possible. So what I'll do that is I will get you in contact with um, one of my preferred lenders um, and they'll run you through the whole pre-approval process get you pre-approved once we're pre-approved then we'll be able to go out and start looking at houses you do not have to work with the person that i set you up with that that is not the case by any means if you want to shop with a different loan officer different mortgage company that's totally fine too but what i had happened last week that again it's not illegal there's nothing wrong with it but i just want to explain to you kind of the the norms in the industry Last week, I had an offer accepted for a buyer of mine. They, on a Sunday, Friday, I get an email from a different uh, mortgage company talking about, hey, I need the information for your title company that we're working with, all that fun stuff. Completely out of left field to me. I had, had no idea. The lender that I set them up with actually already started working on a file and getting everything going with it. So I spoke with the buyer. I said, hey, what's what's going on? Like, why, why are you switching? And they said, well, you know, we, we thought that we were able to switch. So I'm going to explain this the easiest way possible. So it doesn't sound like I'm looking at this suede one way or the other. You do have the right to shop for loan officers and lenders, but it is 
a general understanding that when you send over an offer and a pre-approval letter with that offer, you're using that lender that you're pre-approved with at the time the offer is accepted. Because there's a lot of lenders that um, that some agents won't want to work with. There's a very big company, uh, a lot of people we know work at and you know located in Metro Detroit. A lot of lo- a lot of real estate agents don't like working with them just because their past experiences haven't been the smoothest. I've had great experiences with that company. I've had not so great experiences with that company. Um, so I'm going to leave that there. But the, your offer is accepted with the understanding that you're using this mortgage company. When you decide to switch, it can throw things off. It can slow things up. And it's going to be a little irritating. The sellers typically don't care because sellers don't know one way or the other. But the listing agent can sometimes have an, have an issue with it. So I was able to walk through this this process with them, um, with the listing agent, and they were understanding, and they said, that's fine, whatever, as long as we can keep the contract date and keep everything else the same, um, we're totally okay with that. Um, so understand that, yes, um, you, you can switch. It's not an easy thing. I don't like it when it happens. We deal with it when, when that comes. But just know when your offer is accepted, is accepted with the understanding that you're going to use that mortgage company. If you want to shop, make sure you have the good idea for what other company you want to use prior to sending over the author. The other thing is, if you're using my preferred lender, I know your file is going to be treated at the very top of the pile. Whatever we need to get done is going to get done. If you want to use a different mortgage company, I can't guarantee that that's going to happen. So that's another thing to kind of keep in mind. Um, for uh, when when you're making that decision as well. Um, and the customer service that you're going to receive, I feel definitely does matter um, in this situation. So uh, that's what I have for you guys there in terms of pre-approvals um, and uh, how, uh, how that, you know, how I feel that should work for you guys. Um, that's really all I've got for you guys this week in terms of, uh, information and sharing stuff with you. going to be another super busy week. Oh no. One other thing that I did want to talk about with that. So the transaction, how it works, I'm with you every step of the way, but I will say this, there's a lot of things that go on once our offer is accepted that I don't know as a buyer's agent that the lender that we're working with, they're going to know. So a lot of times, like I just got a text message the other day. Hey, are we still good to close on the 15th for my buyer? To be honest with you, I'm good to close whenever. That's not up to me. Um, that's going to be up to your lender. So a lot of times, like if when you have questions like that, go to the lender directly. And there's other gonna like closing dates, other things, questions that I'm not an expert in and I don't claim to be an expert in. That's why I want to trust the mortgage guy. A lot of those questions, you're going to direct to your loan officer. I've got no problem reaching out to the loan officer for us, but just know that that's, that's typically how, uh, how that works. You know, once the real estate, once, once the offer is accepted and we're through inspection, everything else is really going to be done by the lender to get us to the closing table. So thank you guys so much for, uh, for tuning in. Um, hope you guys have a safe and happy 4th of July weekend. Look out. I got a couple new listings coming up here over the next week or so. So, uh, hopefully they'll work out for you. If you have any other questions, um, in regards to buying, selling, or in a move, you inherited a property, whatever you need help with, please let me know at any time. Um, phone number is 248-515-7854. Check me out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Email address is kylelanghomes at gmail.com. Again, that's first name, last name, homes at gmail.com. Hope you guys have a, a happy and safe 4th of July, and we will talk with everyone soon. Bye now.